Talking to strangers, especially strangers on airplanes, is a hotly debated topic. Just last year, Condé Nast Traveler magazine wrote a whole article about speaking with strangers. Should you or shouldn't you? The secondary title sums up my feeling about this. Opening yourself up to conversations is likely to turn out better than you expect. Opening yourself up to conversations is likely to turn out better than you expect. Honestly, I can't tell you the number of times I've had the most soulful conversations with people seated next to me on planes, talking about travel stories, literature, art, music, the Bible, politics, family life, college sports, you name it. But the best conversations have ultimately been about people's lives and what they're experiencing. It's amazing how people will open up to a total stranger about so many aspects of their lives when they've got time to spend with them. Some people will talk about their children and the struggles they're facing. Others will talk about their business, their businesses, and how well they're doing or how they're not doing so well. Still other people, they talk about things like career choices or school choices or even ways of keeping themselves healthy while out on the road. All of these conversations, absolutely every one of them I've ever engaged in, has turned out better than I expected it to turn out. And in some of them, I've met Jesus on the way. Seriously, Troy? Yes, seriously. That's why this passage of the Gospel from Luke is it's one of my favorites in all of Scripture. The people traveling on the road to Emmaus didn't know they were meeting Jesus. They assumed the man was a random stranger, but they decided to engage with him uh, while they were going on their long journey. And while engaging in conversation, the two traveling together share with the other traveler their great grief about Jesus' death, about how he was supposed to be the one to redeem Israel. But these travelers had no idea really who they were encountering. But they felt drawn to this stranger, this other traveler. There was something about this man whom they'd met that was different. He seemed to be connected to the knowledge and love of God in a way that they weren't, and they wanted more. And so they asked him to stay. He was going onwards, but they asked him to stay. They needed more of his presence. They needed to know he was going to be with them as they continued their journey, because he established a connection with them that the two travelers wanted to keep. That connection somehow kept them connected to God in a new way, even through their grief. So that evening at mealtime, there they are, gathered together. And as the man breaks bread with them, their eyes are opened, and they realize that Jesus is right there, right there with them. And then suddenly, they no longer see him. But their eyes have been opened, open to the fact that this Jesus who was crucified is no longer dead, but instead is alive, 
at large in the world, living and breathing and greeting and consoling and healing. All of the things we knew about Jesus in his earthly ministry, all of this ministry is now available anywhere, at any time, and in any place, because he is raised from the dead. The travelers' experiences were so profound that the story tells us that they have to go back immediately to Jerusalem and tell the others. Jesus is not just in their memories. Jesus is not just in their thoughts, just in their minds. Jesus just is, because Jesus lives. There's such a strong parallel between this experience and the Old Testament experience of Moses asking who God is. And God answers from the, the burning bush. God answers, I am who I am. Or actually a better translation in Hebrew would be, I will be who I will be. That is exactly who Jesus was, is, and will be in this story. He lives and will continue to live everywhere. But we want him to stay with us, to stay with us during this time of coronavirus pandemic, to stay with us as a friend who we really need to be around right now. Because that would make us feel oh so much better about everything. Of course we do. Of course we want him right here, right now. And he is. But Jesus' ministry goes onwards. In the same way Jesus tells his followers in other resurrection accounts, do not cling to me, but go. Or in another retelling, the man in white tells the women, he goes on ahead of you. We hear this same message today, but in a little bit of a different way. He vanishes after he's known. But what we're left with is open eyes, awareness. Open eyes that Jesus isn't just here with me or with you right now. He's everywhere. And in his resurrected state, he truly was, is, and will be all things for all people everywhere. Healing the sick, comforting the brokenhearted, giving rest to the weary, blessing the dying, soothing those who are oppressed, pitying the afflicted, and giving strength to those who live on through his name, through fellowship with him, and the fellowship of all believers, literally pouring his entire presence into our world and healing the hurts, righting the wrongs, and fighting the fights that we ourselves feel helpless to take up, Jesus is active and doing that for us right here, right now. And my guess is that he's done it for you many times in your life before, revealing some truth about your life through a conversation you've had with a stranger, helping you discover joy by a truly unexpected encounter finding a new way to be reconciled with someone through the insights of someone you barely know, calling you into a new purpose in life, 
just like hearing the voice of someone previously unknown to you who speaks into the depths of your heart. Yep, that's Jesus. And his work like that keeps happening all around us all the time. Our prayer then is to have eyes to see and joy to experience this because this resurrected Jesus and all his work and all his ministry is what brings us the greatest hope right now to make the wrongs of this world right, to bring healing into our world that is suffering, to give us a new commitment to each other, to be Jesus's followers, and to tell others how he has also revealed himself to us in our lives. Of course, we want Jesus to stay with us during this time of upheaval, but we also want him to stay with everyone, everywhere, so that the presence of God Almighty is truly at its greatest when we need God the most. So even though we're probably not flying around too much on airplanes, and even though we're keeping our distance from pretty much everyone right now, we still have random encounters with strangers. And who knows? One of those times, the stranger might actually be Jesus, speaking directly to you, right into your heart, bringing you the best news and the best truth you can ever imagine, the truth spoken right in your heart. I love you, and you belong to me always. We're all walking to Emmaus. We're all walking roads to Emmaus right now these days, friends. Opening yourself up to conversations with strangers is likely to turn out better than you expect. Pay attention because Jesus lives and you will encounter him along your own journey of life. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia.